Welcome back to another episode of the Fast Break Lip NBA podcast. Your boy Samuel here. Got Kev with me here. Kev's back. Kev, say what's up to the people. Good morning, good evening, and good night. All right. It's been about a week since the trades opened up. We had the draft this week. We had free agency open up over the weekend. So there is a lot to talk about and me and Kev are going to break down some of the most important free agent signings some of the most important trades some draft picks where they landed talk about how it impacts certain teams um the format I kind of want to go with here is we're going to talk about contenders then like what who we expect to be like middle of the pack playoff teams and then we're going to talk about teams towards like the bottom so of course we got to start with the Lakers, defending champions, they have made some noise in free agency. They've they've decided to improve their roster somehow. They they were able to improve their roster hmm. from last year. Mm-mm-mm. So some of the moves that they've made, trading um, Danny Green and the number twenty eight pick for Dennis Schroeder. Not surprised. Like was a, Danny, Brick. I feel like that was facts. I mm-hmm. feel like that was a solid move. Probably their best um, move. And then. In the in the when um, free agency opened up, they signed Wes Matthews to a veteran minimum deal. Solid shooter, solid veteran for sure. Definitely takes the place of um, Danny Green right there. Yeah, hopefully he can make some jump shots. Um, then they then then they surprised everyone when they signed Montrez Harrell for two years, nineteen million dollars. Now, um. I know it's not a KD situation, but in terms of LA, isn't this like a KD situation? Not necessarily. This is more of like he was a double agent, sort Mm. of. Because I I don't know if you peeped after the Clippers series, some news started to get leaking out about what was going on in the Clippers locker room. Yeah, I I saw that one. And everybody was wondering, like, who is the source of the leak? And I think... I still think to this day it was Montrezl Harrell. And I knew ever since then that he was going to get out of there. You think so, for real? Think he was just yeah, because he, he, he didn't get along with Paul George. And then he didn't get along with, what you call it? He didn't get along with Ka- Kawhi, I heard, as, as it seems, too. So <laughs> That boy wanted some shine. <laughs> Facts. And Pat Bev, he tweeted out. He was, he was, he was shocked. Nah, he was like, that what? had me weak. That had you. You say what? <laughs> you can you can hear it in your head how he said it too. You're like and you, Yo, what? And you, you could you you could tell that he didn't speak to nobody about it. It was something sneaky. He was like, oh, you know of course. what? And I I think the reason why Pat Bev is most surprised because he's like, wait, hold on, the Lakers though. Facts. That's the ops. Where like you go you going ops? You going next door, bro? <laughs> you going next door though? Like you gonna leave and go next door? I got to see you. Like, I want to see how it's going to work out. You got to see them every once in a while. I know they're going to look at him a little differently. Don't, they were don't shocked, get... I heard. That I'm shocked myself that out of all people, he wants to go play with LeBron, you know? I'm, su- I'm He's surprised. Clutched. He's clutched, though. So that's not a surprise oh, to me. Oh, 
okay. He's clutch. That's why I've been saying he's a double agent. He's clutch. Rich Paul is changing the (laughs) NBA by himself, bro. He's that man is that man is devious. Yeah, he's changing the NBA by his dolly, and no one's saying a word to him. No one can say a word to him. He's changing the NBA on his dolly right now. I even know that Montrose is signed there. But that caught me off guard too. I ain't gonna lie. That caught I think that caught everybody off guard low key. It did. And it was kind of like a, a move to replace Dwight because Dwight earlier in the day, he had also he had um he had originally tweeted out that he was returning to LA, but then he deleted it. Yeah. And then Dwight, he went to the Sixers. <laughs> Dwight doesn't surprise me with anything he does anymore. So I mean he got his chip, so I mean he could go wherever he pleases. You know, at this technically, point. yeah. Technically no one can say nothing to him. He's a champion. So congrats Facts. to him. I, I don't like that he he did he did a little Kyrie thing, you know. I'm staying, bro, I'm staying, and you know, but yeah. it's Dwight. So it is what it and is. And I heard um with with Montrez, he took actually he had an offer from Charlotte, I heard that was more money, but he decided to to take less to go to um LA. That which boy makes sense. Facts. I can't blame him at all. I ain't, also, I ain't mad. Mm-hmm. Also with the Lakers today, they managed to Oh, actually yesterday KCP resigned for three years, forty million dollars. So yeah, he, I kind he, of expected that. Mm-hmm. He came up big for them in the finals at one point, even though he was breaking at one point for sure. He had the, he had that little, what was it, a few stretches of bad games until he Facts. finally turned up when it was needed. So shout out to him. Congrats to him. And then today they made some moves. Um, they traded JaVale McGee to the, um, to the Cavs for Alfonso McKinney and um, Jordan Bell, who will probably both be waived most likely. Um, and they decided to use the space, um, the the um, financial space, to sign Marcus All. So Marcus All is a Laker now. That's that's a good sign. And I ain't gonna lie. I was talking about it earlier. This might be LeBron's best like actual team in a long time, if not ever. If not ever. Better than twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen was who that was. That was Kyrie, K Love, Jr., Shump, Richard Jefferson, all them boys. Yeah, I'm talking because when I'm when I'm speaking on team, I'm not talking star power, etc. I'm talking just team in general. I'm talking mm-hmm. names. I'm talking about bench. I'm talking about depth. That team has some because they still have Kuzma. They, they got yeah, Dennis not, now. Yeah, their nine man rotation is pretty solid. Like you got Dennis Kuzma, LeBron, Wes Matthews. Not to mention um, AD. Oh yeah, come on, yeah. Almost forgot about him. But their small ball lineup, their small ball lineup is about to be nasty. Most likely. Cause with AD and Montrez out there, you got LeBron, you got Dennis out there with either KCP or Kuzma. That's that's pretty nasty with the small ball lineup. With um with with Montrez though, defensively, AD is probably gonna have to pick up the slack for him because eight Montrez can't close games. That's one thing for sure. He can't close games because of his defense. And I thought, you know, it's funny. I thought he was a good defender. Nah, I the playoffs like definitely showed opposite. Maybe I don't know. Maybe with AD in the back, he might be influenced because he was playing behind who Zubac. So Zubac, yeah. Maybe with AD there, it might spark him to play more defense. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, when people play with LeBron, all of a sudden they get. New badges, attribute boost. Yep, new <laughs> new badges, attribute boost. Yeah, everything, new badges, at, every all that, all everything. They get new VC. They start getting new tattoos. Everything, Facts. bro. Everything. Facts. So I don't know if he gonna turn into one of those. If he does, 
That team is really dangerous right now. I could see them being number one in the West once again. I can't lie, especially with Clay being injured again, which yeah, we we'll talk oh, about man. later, I guess. Yeah, yep. yeah but um, Praise I could definitely see. Clay. I don't see any reason for LeBron not to go number one again. Like literally to be the number right. one seed because if he took the last team he had as a number one seed, this team probably gonna be the best team in the NBA, possibly, possibly, possibly. Moving on to the team that they beat in the finals, Miami Heat. They've did they've done some shuffling of their deck a little bit, some retooling. They brought back um, Goran Dragic and Wesley, Ma- uh, no, not Wesley, um, Myers Leonard, on some pretty solid deals. Dragic got made sure to get paid two years, um, thirty seven million with a team option. I think it is okay. on the second year. Same thing with Myers Leonard. He got paid. Um, I think it's two years, nine million per year. I think it is. So he he got paid too. I guess to be an excellent um, cheerleader from the bench. Um, who else? Who else did they sign? They also picked up um, Mo Harkless and Avery Bradley on some deals. Hmm. So they managed to replace um, Jay Crowder and. They added someone who can who can guard point guards because I think that was their main issue last season was they didn't have anyone to guard the point guard position because a lot of teams would pick on Goran Dragic. So adding Avery Bradley gives them a player that can um, defend point guards and he can also hit some threes sure. occasionally and as well. They so. Also, at you said Mo Harkless, right? Yeah. Okay, so Mo Harkless definitely is a he go he's he's a versatile defender. So yep, I could see him and Jimmy being in the game and Jimmy could say, okay, you go get the small forward, I got the point guard. Sometimes, Facts. so that's gonna be very. That's a big. That's a big, big signing for them, especially defensive. They got some good defensive players back on that defensive team already. So, facts. Not a bad pick. I mean, I, do I see them going back to the finals next year? I ain't gonna say no because they made they managed to make it this year. So I ain't gonna say no. Facts. But with the nuts around now, yeah, we're gonna see. About- We'll talk about the Nets because I, I spoke with Ajayi on a, a previous episode about how I feel about the Nets. I don't. I'm not that. I'm not all that confident in the Nets, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, next team, free agency wise and off season wise in general, um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> all right, so they did manage to trade for Drew Holiday. That was actually a weird trade to me. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, the trade actually expanded to being a four-team trade, which included the Steven Adams deal. That's how Steven Adams ended up to the Pelicans. They were added to that deal as well. Mm. Um, The Denver Nuggets were also included in that deal. That's how they got RJ Hampton in in the draft, which I feel like is going to be a solid pickup for them. Talk about RJ Hampton. You saw that little thing that happened between him and his family in the draft? No. What happened? When his, were, pa- when, his, when his dad took the hat and threw it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. That <laughs> weak. That had me weak. His brother pulled it out. He's up. He's like, hold on, hold on. Wrong hat. Wrong hat. I don't know. That had me weak, though. Because I don't. I, I didn't watch it draft completely, so seeing that little clip definitely made my day a little bit. But yeah, they were Denver was included in that in that in that trade. They picked up RJ Hampton with the pick. I feel like he's another solid. He's he's another one of those young players that they're gonna take a risk on, and he's. I feel like he's gonna end up doing so well for them, just like MPJ and Bo Bo. The Nuggets just have the framework to 
to make those type of moves. And I, I just, I, that's why they, they've become one of my favorite teams to watch over the last couple of years. But um, yeah, the Drew Holiday trade is complete. So Drew Holiday is on the Bucks. Um, Eric Bledsoe is in New Orleans and they actually plan to keep him, which is weird because they have a lot of point guards. Yeah. Um, George Hill ended up going to OKC in the trade instead of going to New Orleans. I'm okay with um, that. I'm okay. I'm actually, as an OKC fan, I am okay with George Hill on my team. A good veteran to have. The the team is, I don't know. Don't talk about my team right now. We're going to talk about them later. Please. Ah, uh, yeah. But anyways, back to the Bucks. So they managed to get Drew Holiday. And then early on when the trades were being announced, later that same night slash morning, because it was like around like 1, 2 a.m. that the news dropped, they also managed to get Bogdanovich. But... The trade did not like the trade completely fell through at this point now. Like, I heard that. Yes, and you know what happened? Here's what happened. So basically, I think it was Mil- Milwaukee had leaked it out to the reporters or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And um I guess Bogdanovich never agreed to sign with the Kings and then be traded to the Bucks. So that whole thing fell through because like they'd never told him. So I'm confused. Never told him what exactly? Because when you agree to a sign and trade, the player has to agree to sign with the previous team that they are on and then have to agree to be traded to the other oh, team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. he had to agree to sign with Sacramento and then have to agree to be traded to Milwaukee. They never discussed it with him and they just thought it was just going to be okay, boom. And it just fell through. And now Bogdanovich is on his way possibly to Atlanta, who we'll talk about in a few minutes. And you know but what's yet- crazy? <laughs> it's crazy because they, they've been trying to get Badanovic for a while. Yeah, since last year, I think. I, I've been hearing trade rumors about him going there for a minute. So now that that happened, it's like, whoa. That's... But yeah, this had me weak because that was not the only thing the Bucks managed to fumble in the offseason. So basically, they had this... They, they made a deal with Pat Connaughton, but they had to restructure the deal because it didn't go with... It was just, I don't even want to go back on Twitter to look for the post, but they they messed up. So they, basically they had to recoup from not getting Bogdanovich. I feel like they managed to do okay. They managed to get um, Bobby Portis, former Nick. Glad he's not back. Um, <laughs> they managed to get DJ Augustine. They also managed to get Bryn Forbes and Tory Craig. So they managed to fill out their bench, their bench depth just a little bit more. And I feel like the team is a little bit better than last year's team, but I feel like all in all, Budenholzer is still going to screw this team over in the end when it matters the most. Because As a coach? He just, yes, because he sucks at playoff rotations. He, he refuses to play his guys max minutes when they're needed. He's going to end up playing like Bobby Portis during crunch time and they're going to lose in playoff games. I just feel it. That's how bad um, Budenholzer is as a coach. Man, that's tough. Um, <laughs> but, I, but like, if I'm Giannis and I'm seeing the way my front office has fumbled these off-season moves, I'm like questioning, do I sign the Supermax? Like, sure, this team looks a little bit better on paper, but like, are we going to go as far? Are we going to be another second-round exit again? Like, so many questions he has well, to answer. what Drew Holiday now, I don't know how much the dynamic changes. I know he's a great defender. I know he's a team mm-hmm. changer. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, okay, let's say Giannis gets a jump shot this year. Hopefully. Which I think he will because he's been shoot, shooting way better than I thought 
you would last season. So let's see he gets a jump shot. What else is going to change in that team is the question. Like, what's next? What's – is something missing? I don't know. Just the way they fumbled the bag in the playoffs was like a wake-up call. Like, hold on. This yeah, team, that's the first seed, is not as good as we thought they were. And that Supermax extension is on the horizon. And if he doesn't sign it, then they're in – oof. Yeah, this I don't know how it's gonna. Honestly, with Giannis, I feel like with his game to, for it to evolve, he just has to get like a post game and like a little midi. He doesn't need to go the whole nine yards with the three, because it's not necessarily necessary. If he has a post game, it's harder to stop him because right now all he does is like a bunch of line drives to the basket, and that's much more easier to stop than like actual post moves and a and a, and a mid range jumper. So, I don't know. I see him shooting next year way better though. I, I do. I, I feel like he's a hard worker. I, I, and I've definitely seen a change in his jump shot as the year went on. So I feel like he will get a jump shot eventually. It just, I think his IQ has to improve as well. But otherwise, he's he's definitely a beast. He could definitely get MVP again. I'm not sure if he will get MVP again. Very possible who could get it again though, because what he does in that court is, you know. Maybe Steph or Luca this year. Depends on you. Know, oh yeah, Luca. Yes, Luca. Yeah, we have to talk to the, talk about the Mavericks a little later too. But yeah, um, so that new Bucks team looks kind of weird. But let's it's see what happens. It's I, better I, than last year's. Do I see them being first seed again? Probably because they go all out in the regular season for some reason. So because that's how Budenholzer is. That's why no one understands why he's still coach. So maybe they might go number one. Maybe they might go number two. As I said earlier, I got my Nets going first seed. If if all goes well, at least second or third. But if not, I could definitely see the Bucks. Um. Otherwise, let's see if Giannis is gonna get a jump shot. Let's see if Brook Lopez gonna play up to you know. I don't know how exactly. I don't know if they're gonna keep that coach. They might just keep him. I, I thought they were fire him after that, especially being the first seed. But I guess not. They want to keep him. So best of luck to them. Let's see what happens, you know? Yeah. All right, let's move on to Boston. Hmm. (laughs) Oh, man. Boston, they ended up losing. So here's the thing. With Gordon Hayward, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He opted out of the $34 Then there was talks of him possibly doing a sign-and-trade with Indiana. Here's where everything went wrong. Danny Ainge decided to be greedy. When Danny Ainge makes a trade, he has to fleece the other team. It can't be a win-win situation for him. As you saw with the Kyrie trade with Isaiah Thomas, he obviously won that trade. Mm -hmm. Again, with the Brooklyn trade, he fleeced the Nets, of course. Oh, he did them dirty. Yeah. That trade did them dirty. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So when he does a trade, he looks to fleece the other team. With this trade with Indiana, he was trying to get Miles Turner and TJ Warren or Victor Oladipo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, for the injured Gordon Hayward? Yes. And Indiana was like, no, we'll give you Miles Turner and Doug McDermott. And Danny ain't, and I guess no, none of the sides were willing to budge. So out of nowhere, Michael Jordan being Michael Jordan get, decides to overpay and gives Gordon Hayward four years, $120 million. 
fully guaranteed. And we'll talk about Charlotte towards the end of the show about like why this movie makes a little bit of sense for them and why they had to overpay. But on Boston's side, they end up losing Gordon Hayward for basically nothing now. So first off, first off, Hayward for Miles Turner would have been okay to begin with. Yeah, they need a center. That's what I'm saying. They don't need Gordon Hayward, bro. If any, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's holding anybody back. No, Gordon yeah. Hayward had some great games. He made that team better when he played. You could see his effect on the court. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, if I'm the GM, obviously you need Miles Turner more than you need Hayward, respectfully. And Miles Turner is that defender. I ain't going to say he's the best rebounder. He's not the best rebounder. But he has, he's a stretch five at that. So... You know, you're not really losing too much in the three-point department. He could shoot the midi. Not to not to mention he could probably get better, you know. For all you know, he's he's getting better as a player. So I don't see why. And he's younger. At he's younger than Gordon Hayward, too. So it's like you're not yeah. really losing the situation. So for him to get greedy like that was stupid. Very that was a that was a dumb move. I mean, are the Celtics gonna burn crazy? I don't think they're gonna burn a lot with losing him, but it depends. I don't know what rookie they drafted. Did they draft any good rookies this year? Celtics? Um, they picked up Aaron Naismith, solid shooter, but he's got this foot thing. I don't know what's the full extent of his foot issue. They also drafted um Peyton Pritchard. Um, he's probably gonna be like a third string or a backup point guard. Um so Naismith is mm, continue. Um he's probably actually Peyton Pritchard's probably gonna be third string because they picked up Jeff Teague and um who else did they draft? I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I think that's all they drafted. And Naismith is a kid that hit 93 threes out of 100, right? I'm not sure. I think I saw a little post that said that one of these rookies, and I believe it's his name, he managed to hit out of the 100 threes in a combine, he hit 93. So that's that's on some stuff. I know he right shot there. like 50 something percent from three in college, Ooh. but he only played he only played he only played a few games because of the foot injury. I mean, but, either, yeah. either way, that kid's a shooter. If I'm hearing he's a shooter, shooter. So, yeah, that's the case. I could definitely see him being in our lineup. Probably. That, that's definitely Tatum's team. So, oh, for sure. Um, shout out Jason Tatum. Actually, got five years, 195 million dollar extension today. So, shout out to boy, him. Definitely to deserves boy. every single penny of that. To make it clear, to make it clear, to anyone who knows me, Jason Tatum is actually my second favorite small forward in the league. So. I don't yeah, that's one of my it. top five players in the league. Definitely one of my, my top second, five favorite yes, players. For sure. That's my second favorite after KD. So shout out to him. I'm proud of him. I've seen this max contract coming. I think he deserved more money. He's definitely the future of the league. Definitely the future of the league. I can see. I think he might average a nice little, a little. I can see him averaging 26 to 27 points this season coming up. Probably, probably. a little. I can see nine rebounds, eight rebounds, and probably like four or five assists. So let's, let's hope the, for the best. Shout out to Jason Tatum. Congrats to him. And um, they also signed um, Tristan Kardashian. <laughs> Two years, nineteen million. Um, now nah, when it comes to him, he he gives me Dion Waiters vibes sometimes, <laughs> cause he he be very iffy. Like he dated a Kardashian number one. Um, two. Um, got one pregnant. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you don't you forgot already? They have a whole kid. I forgot, and then they have a Kardashian curse. Too, so I don't know. I hope that doesn't affect the Celtics in any type of way. <laughs> um, he's a good rebounder. He he's he's a great, probably the one of the better offensive rebounders I've seen in the modern game. So got out, re- got out rebounded by Steph in the finals, though. Can't forget that. 
So he yeah. he can have his lapses. Steph Curry is that man though. Shout out to him. But um Tristan Thompson, I, I think he can work out for them, you know, as a Yeah, he'll be he'll be better than Cantor. I know that. Uh, yeah, I was actually hoping that Taco would develop too and get some more minutes. Hopefully they got something in plan for Taco because, you know, he's not, I don't think he's a bad player. I think he could be in the NBA. I don't think he's that slow for his size at all either. So let's see what happens with him and his development. Um, otherwise, Cantor, I mean, he he's not bad. He played good in the playoffs though. So that Celtics team still got their core. Mine is just Hayward. So let's see what happens now. Do I see them in the playoffs? For sure. Definitely see them in the I see them being um let's let's put them third seed. I can see them third or fourth seed for sure. Um I don't think any teams on I got playoff wise, I ain't gonna say finals, but definitely a finals threat for sure. Especially with the way Jalen Brown developed, definitely a finals threat. Yeah. Um let's stick in the east. With the 76ers, hmm. they've had a pretty good offseason. Hmm. After criticizing them all year, they got rid of Al Horford. And they managed to do it for, like, basically nothing. They got Danny Green. Maybe he can get some shooting, get his shooting um, stroke back, um, help space the floor for Simmons and Embiid. Um, the Sixers also managed to get... Um, they traded Richard Josh Richardson for Seth Curry. Um, that was that was a weird trade, but I I I can't deny that it was not it wasn't a bad one, especially the way Seth shoots. He's he's a great shooter. His last name yeah. is Curry. You know and he could he could do some stuff off ball too. Yeah, and then Jason off was the more of a, yeah, of course. That that's the thing. Jason is more of a on the ball player to me. So now with Seth being off ball, him and Ben should have some fun together. That should space the floor for MP more. MP is not a free agent, correct? He's still there. Yeah, he's 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 on his rookie extension right now. Okay, so yeah, um, MP's still there. We just gotta see if Ben going shoot next year, and I'll be the big game changer for them. But otherwise, that was that was not a not a not a bad move for South Curry and um another player and Danny Green, and then they also drafted Tyrese Maxey, who I think is gonna be the steal of the draft. Because I watched him all year at Kentucky. Um, great Kentucky player. player. Oh yeah, he nice. He nice. Um, on great on ball defender. Mm-hmm. Gets after it. He didn't have a great year shooting at Kentucky, but all his other years, like in high school and like in EY in Nike EYB, EYBL, he's had like solid shooting numbers. So it's possible that the year at Kentucky was a was an outlier year. So he can probably get back to shooting pretty well. Also. He can mm-hmm. do some stuff off the dribble. He has an excellent floater game. And they also picked up um another good shooter in this draft. One of the best shooters in this draft, Isaiah Joe. Another player who could shoot off the dribble, um, do some off-ball stuff as well. I mean, they like Sixers really Daryl Morey is a smart man, unlike Elton Brand, because he knows how to build the team correctly around Ben Simmons and Embiid instead of clogging the paint with Al Horford and giving him so much money, like. And as you can see, Elton Brand is a center in NBA for anybody who doesn't know. And he was probably thinking, oh, it's the old days. Let's go play like the old times. Yeah, and so you got to realize. Historic. Yes. But on that note, actually, we stay in the East. So I'll, I'll address it later. I'll address that point later. I was going to talk about the Pelicans, but 
we're going to the West later. So, yeah. Um, so I think the Sixers, they had a pretty good offseason. It's only a matter. It, it, I think their success will really hinge on like the the cohesion of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. And if, if Daryl Morey and Doc mm-hmm. Rivers, if Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers can like um, utilize both of them with all the shooters that they have around them now to the best of their ability, then I feel like they'll have a solid chance of winning the East. For sure. Well, Winning the whole East, eh, maybe, they have, maybe they have it. They I, they have it in them. I maybe think they have it. We won't see what happened when it comes to that. I'm kind of surprised that Ben wasn't moved anywhere, especially with all the speculation throughout the season. The thing is, I think with Daryl Moore, he wants to see if this can work between Ben and Joel because this is his first year with these guys, and this is the first year with Doc Rivers, and he wants to see how all of these new pieces oh, will fit yes. together. Doc Rivers is, is there, okay? Ex- yeah, it doesn't make sense to move a piece before you even see how it works in your new system. Very so. true. That was yeah, that wouldn't be fair to Ben either. Yeah, I wouldn't. You got to see how he fits with all these guys, and then you can make a decision of okay. Then if Ben's not working here with this system, then maybe it's time to move on from Ben or Joel, like either or. So mm-hmm. either way, I mean, that's that's an interesting team now. Let's see. The East is changing about Facts. time. East is getting better. I, I'm not going to say better in the West. With KD over there, we're going to see. We're going to see, especially we're going to see what's up with that. What's the next team now? There's one team I'm excited to talk about. Next team we got is um Let me see if Toronto. Oh, not the team I want to talk about. Kalori Yuck. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta chill. I might have some Raptors, some Raptors fans listening. So uh, uh, showing that, that for the Kyle Raptors Lowry. fans listening. I'm sorry you have to have Kyle Lowry. That's gonna take love they love Kyle Lowry up there. I know they do. I, I, I don't I don't blame him because he does all the dirty work and like for sure. But anyways, um Fred Van Vliet. Went back to Toronto, four years, $85 million. I think he deserved everything that he's getting over there, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty solid. I mean, he's part of the future plans with um, him, Pascal, OG, and Anobi, and whoever they have else going forward. So I feel like that was that was a solid contract. For sure. Um, who else? They managed to... They actually did not... Were, were not able to keep... Sergi Baca or Marcus Gasol, but they did sign Aaron Baines to a two-year, $14 million contract. Calm, um, calm. Yeah, he's going to be solid for them. And they also Wait, re-signed... That's the one um, I dunked on a lot, right? He does, but he also plays He also plays pretty good defense. And, and he, he had some good games with the Suns, right? Yeah, I remember he, him. He had like a game where he hit like eight threes for the Suns, so... Wow. Yeah. he he's yeah. He's been working on that three-point game since he I, got to I, Boston. I remember... And, and, I remember when he was playing for Aiton and he was having a great week, kind of a fantasy. We was in fantasy and he was having some great games. Oh, yeah, I remember that week in fantasy. Yeah, he was having some great games. So let's see what happened on Toronto. Um, they also re-signed um, Chris Boucher. Mm. Um, I think he's probably going to get those backup center minutes now, most likely. Um, and who else did they sign? They signed DeAndre Bembry um, like a couple minutes before we started recording, actually. So he's a solid um, wing um, defender, shoot. playmaker. Can't but, shoot, but I guess he'll work out somehow. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he'll he probably do, like, the little things that he, He's like a like. smaller um, Rondé Hollison <laughs> to me. Pro- probably, possibly. 
Um, but yeah, well, Toronto, um, they are going to be playing in Tampa this year because Canada is not allowing them to um, to play. I guess have the teams visit the arena and whatnot, so they're going to be playing in Tampa. Um, I don't, I don't know if they'll be as good as they were last year because they obviously lost some key pieces. Um, I think they'll still be a playoff team, though, for sure. They might be like a five or a six seed this year. But well, their coach is a great coach, so I could definitely true. see them. I could definitely see them continuing they might, to be they in might the playoffs. Surprise, they might surprise us this year. So do I see them in our finals? No, oh, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm of course sorry, not. Toronto fans. No, I don't see y'all in the finals, but I do see y'all at a nice little, probably a little six seed. I could see y'all being fifth seed, most likely. Yeah, I mean, or who knows? Maybe they might surprise us. Who knows? Maybe, Maybe. Pascal has has a, a year better than last year. OG Ananobi steps up and whatnot. So you know, they got Pascal there's a lot of moving pieces. Mm, Pascal owes them some good games. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, he was struggling the playoffs, but hopefully he'll get back to how he was earlier last season because he started off last season really well. Yeah, so. for sure. Oh yeah, I remember that. I had to go. I had to go trade for him in fantasy after that. I remember he was having yeah. a great. He has he having some great games. Um, and to finish out our Eastern Conference contenders, Brooklyn, of course, they didn't really make any significant moves besides just re-signing Joe Harris for four years, $75 million. He that's deserved a lot. all of that. He, that's a lot of money for a shooter, though. He's no, 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 no. And I think you're not giving him more credit than he deserves. I don't know, man. I feel like this is like 2016 all over again where guys where teams have to pay their guys to kind of stay and like in two years it might like backfire and they might have to like trade them because like the it's thing is you call him a shooter. I know he's not just a shooter, but okay. like that's what he's that's what he's gonna be mainly used as in Brooklyn with especially with Katie and Kyrie back. I mean that's mainly what he's gonna be. He's gonna be used in a similar role to like JJ Reddick most likely. Cause he does definitely watching him play. I thought he was just a shooter, and then I watch him play. He makes layups, he gets rebounds, he 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 hustles. So I think he deserves it. Joe Harris has been one of the low key players on my radar. I've been watching play. I like watching him play in general. I think he's a good, a great as as a role player. He's a great role player. I could say that for sure. Definitely yeah. a great role player. So shout out to Joe Harris. He deserved it. He came from the G League, which is why I respect him so much. Yeah, he had to grind to get where he at. But yeah, he came from his contract. Yeah, he came from the G League where they make where he wasn't. I don't think they even make a mill sometimes. And now he's getting a four year, seventy five mil. Shout out to Joe Harris. Let's hope. I hope the Nets. I, I like I said. I see my Nets being. When I say my Nets, we are from Brooklyn, so do not be upset with us. When I say my Nets, so um in general. <laughs> I could definitely see them being first, second, third seed. Only reason why I won't say first seed is because it's their first year all playing together. So I can't sit here and promise, you know, I don't see them ex- like immediately just clicking. But I feel like as the season goes goes on that they will earn their way up in the rankings. Do I see the Nets in the finals? I mean, we, we have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So I'm just... Me with with the Nets, I'm very skeptical on them because Kyrie. No, I have nothing against neither Kyrie nor KD. People feel like I do. I don't know why. Um, those are two. Those are two of my favorite players to watch in the league. I mean, they on the enemy because I'm a Knicks fan. They're on the enemy team, so oh, like yeah, uh, damn. I, I I'm not supposed to really care about them, but I they're they're two of my favorite players to watch. I just a lot of basketball success 
um, relies on chemistry as well as defense, especially when the playoffs come around. And we saw with a title favorite last year with the Clippers, they, their calling card, quote-unquote, was defense, but Montrezl Harrell and Lou Wills were getting ate up on that side of the ball, and they had no chemistry. And I feel like those are going to be two of the main concerns for the Nets this year. And that's my, that's my only thing with them, especially and, and leadership. I mentioned it with Ajayi on the Nets episode that we did. I, so I said, where's the leadership going to come from with this Nets team? Because Katie and Kyrie never had to be themselves the leader. With Katie, we saw what happened when he was the leader. With Katie, he, in Golden State, he didn't have to be the leader. So both those guys, where they've had success, they never had to be a leader. And now the leadership is going to be kind of thrust on them in a way. So that was my main concerns with Brooklyn. And we'll see how it plays out this year. But that's how I feel about Brooklyn. <sighs> um. Well, me being a Kevin Durant fan, he he did once say he doesn't care for being a leader. He just wants to play basketball. Yeah, so, I know. That's the quote Jai told me as well. Like, Yeah, I, so him saying that, do I feel like he will step up? I think as a veteran on that team, because Katie's a veteran by now, as a veteran on that team, I feel like Katie might step up. I can't sit here and say he will. I don't see Kyrie stepping up. But I could see KD possibly setting up, stepping up, especially seeing that he is the best on that team. Otherwise, the only other leader I could see on that team, I feel like Dan Witte is very vocal. So if he wants to be a team leader, I could see that happening. Um, DeAndre Jordan, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know about him. One thing I could say, otherwise, I am happy we did not trade for James Harden. I hope that trade does not happen. I hope I'm, Harden. I'm glad you're on that same page because I just don't understand why would you give up depth and for, sacrifice all that depth for another ball handler when you already have a whole bunch on your squad already that are pretty okay. Like, and why was, go overkill? I was so confused because I saw like the little trade rumors. I saw Karis, Jarrett, and then within a package. I said, hell no. And then when you look at the Drew Holiday deal, the 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 Bucks had to give up, I think, like five picks. Yeah. Imagine what you're gonna have to give up to get James Harden. You're gonna have to give up like ten, bro. That 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 Drew Holiday trade was iffy, because not only did you give away Eric and George Hill, you gave away picks, picks. And then if Giannis leave and Drew Holiday leaves, because they're both they're both expiring contracts, basically, you just lost all. You just you're you're screwed. Yeah, so he's just ho- hoping Giannis actually stays, hoping Drew wants to sign. Like that was such a stupid trade to me on the Buck side. Not to, I, don't get, don't get me wrong. Drew Holiday is a great player. He's a great mm-hmm. point guard. Very m- one of the more underrated. I feel like every NBA player says he's the most underrated player in NBA, and I mm-hmm. agree with them. But yep. was he worth all of that? No. No, I don't think he was worth. Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and picks. Maybe, maybe Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, but those picks too? No. Maybe not that many picks. Maybe you would have to give picks away because that's what David Griffin would want. Yeah. In, in return for that his two way dive. For Drew Holiday? That's a no no. In, in their defense, I would say that it's kind of like giving up those picks for Drew Holiday and Giannis if Giannis is going to stay. So yeah. you, you don't need those picks in a sense. So I, that's that would be my defense for them. Um, going off the Bucks though, I mean, and going off the Nets now because 
Let's go back to the Western Conference. We still got a couple more contenders. Um, Clippers. We talked wait, wait, about wait, hold them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a team in the East we didn't address that I want to address. What team is that? The Hawks. I want to talk about them as a, as regular other playoff teams. Okay, all right. Like hope or playoff hopefuls. Okay, because I have a whole section for that too. All right, yeah, all right. yeah. Um, so going on to the Clippers, they lost Montrez. They lost Jermichael Green. So their 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 big man rotation is looking a little skimp. They they did make a trade at on draft night. They traded Shamit to the Nets. Oh oh. Yeah, we Ooh. forgot to mention that talking about the Nets. Ooh, I mean, I mean, yes. I guess we could talk about that a little bit. Uh, the Nets do gain another shooter Ooh, off ball. Shamit was a was he a rookie last year? Nah, that was, that was his second year, I think. Last Whoa. year, I already had a few bad bricks, but I feel like that's a great signing for the Nets. That was he a great pickup. Yeah, he didn't have it all together in the bubble. Then again, it's a bubble, and it, it was a change. Like at the same, I understand like oh, it's less distractions. But it was a change of scene for a lot of players. For example, like yeah. you, you don't have a crowd. So I'm going to cut all those bubble players some slack. I'm going to cut everyone slack because it was a change of scene, especially when you're used to playing in front of crowds for your whole life, you know? So I'm going to cut them some slack. But Shamet, prior to the bubble, was actually a great role player, a great yeah. shooter. So the Nets getting him makes them very more dangerous, especially. Him and Joe Harris in the game going to be very distracting for the other yeah. teams. Very distracting. And with the Clippers in that trade, they managed to get Kennard from the Pistons. So they kind of replaced Shamit oh, with Kennard. Okay. Okay. So, okay. but with he's, the thing with Kennard, the thing with Kennard though, is the knee, the knee injuries. It's, it's been a constant issue. And I think some people from the Pistons size were probably concerned about it. So they, the Pistons also had to give up four second round picks to get off Kennard. So sheesh. Yeah, that's that's what's that's what's that's what's troubling about with Kennard. The knee issues, maybe they might show up again when he's on the Clippers. But yeah, the Clippers they got um Kennard. They managed to get Ibaka to replace Montrez. So I feel like that's an upgrade within itself. Yeah, Ibaka is a defensive player of the year. Well, no, no he's candidate, not. candidate. I'm sorry, he candidate. was a defensive player of the year candidate in the past. But I mean, those days are behind him now. He's more of a stretch big. So he kind of helps their offense a bit more and he helps their defense with like rim protection and whatnot. And what else? What are the moves that the Clippers make? I think that's it actually. Yeah. That was it for the Clippers. They didn't make much moves. What well, do you got rid of Doc Rivers? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I heard they're looking to sign Markeith Morris to reunite him with his brother. Hmm. Um, and I think they're also looking for a point guard and I've seen some rumors about possible Terry Rozier trade. Hmm, Yeah, definitely need to get him out of the Hornets. Yeah, especially with LaMelo Ball there now. Um, but I don't know if Terry Rozier is that guy. Terry Rozier is kind of a chuck. He's had that (laughs) reputation for a while now, especially when he was in Boston. That's why he didn't get along in that locker room because he was a chuck. So I don't know if that's what the Clippers want. If... Kawhi says he wants high IQ basketball players in that locker room. I don't know if Terry Rozier is the move for him. Hmm. Again, with Kawhi, Kawhi had the perfect situation in Toronto, I feel. Mm -hmm. like It was the perfect roster for him. He didn't have to be the leader. All he had to do was just be the guy to score and play defense. On the Clippers, I feel like they're asking him to do so much more than he wants to do. And like Kawhi wants the type of players on the Clippers 
that he wanted that he had in Toronto. So he basically wants the Toronto Raptors in LA weather. And which makes it, sense it, to why he got Ibaka. Okay. Yeah. So he's like trying to like recreate the magic of the Raptors a little bit by like getting like pieces either similar or exactly like that team. But you just should have stayed, you probably should have stayed in Toronto and we'll see if it was worth it by the end of this upcoming season. It's officially a month away till the season kicks off. So we'll see. Oh, another move. Marcus Morris, they decided to keep on a four year, $64 million contract. So. Hmm. He was definitely a good pickup for them. So I can respect that. Yeah. And I'm glad my Knicks were able to get a, a first round pick for him. So. About time the Knicks got something. Um, we're gonna talk about the Knicks soon. I mean, they, they I feel like their their offseason was pretty solid. Yeah. Um sure. what other team? What other team we got? Um Portland. Portland had a great offseason. Oh yes, for sure. For sure. So to start things off, they they sent a pick to Houston with um Trevor Ariza. Who got mm-hmm. moved around like a spliff this offseason, oh by the way. Oh my gosh. They psyched Trevor Ariza <laughs> this week. This, yo, they see, yo, yo. that Trevor Ariza pack was bussing this week. That pack was bussing. I ain't never seen someone get past, yo. Yo, they moved him around like Luke Ridnour. I don't, I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago when Luke Ridnour was just getting moved from team to team. He got moved by like five teams in a week. Like, bro, it literally, was like, geez. I know Ariza's, yo, Ariza's week, he was waking up. Okay, I'm going here. Oh, wait, oh, hold on. News just came up. Oh, hold on. Like, bro, they, they, yo, Ariza was literally the NBA spliff this week, bro. Like, <laughs> Bro, Sunday he was on the Blazers and then Monday he got moved to Houston and then Detroit and that Detroit on Wednesday and now he's in OKC as of Saturday. Like Bro, they're playing patty cake with him right now, bro. Like <laughs> I ain't never yo. Yo. The amount of teams he just played for, he played <laughs> Poor Trevor Reese. So he's just a veteran just trying to play basketball and they just keep yo, no, oh, I, I I'm sorry, Trevor. I'm sorry. As a man, that you have to go through that. I feel like, I feel like mentally is like that's straining on him. I think yeah, mentally like yo, nobody wants me, bro. Like <laughs> yo, like nobody <laughs> wants him. I, yo, I swear, I swear to you. After that zero for twelve game, his whole career just dun dun dun. Like <laughs> I yo, bro. That was so nat. Like the when he went back to the Rockets, I was weak. I'm like, hold on, did they just take him back after that? Zero from twelve. To, uh, then they said, nah, Jiju, and they sent him. Nah, I, I'm sorry, Ariza. I'm sorry. You, do you deserve this? Maybe I don't know if you deserve it or not. But as a know, man, man, I hope I hope your mental is okay. I Facts. feel like you will find a team. Maybe you won't. You shouldn't have went zero from twelve. That was not acceptable at any level. But um, <laughs> yeah. Um, good luck to you. Wait. Well, yeah, going back to the Blazers, they managed to get Robert Covington for Ariza, which I feel like was the, was a steal. 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 Easy steal. The one thing the, the Blazers have needed since they got rid of Mo Harkless and Aminu was wing defenders, and he fits that bill. And he could shoot the three pretty decently as well. Um, also, with um, the Blazers, they got. What else did they get? They got Derrick Jones Jr., another solid possible Ooh. wing defender. That's a jumper um, right there. That's a highlight reel right there. Facts. 
Then they also got they also re-signed Melo. And uh, shout out to Melo for staying loyal to those who are loyal to him. I, I respect that because he could. I feel like other teams would have wanted him, despite nobody wanting him prior to the Trailblazers. So shout Facts. out to him. I respect it, and I want. I did. I heard rumors of him possibly coming back to New York, and I was like, Melo, mm. please don't do that to us. No. The Knicks are trying to go all in with the youth movement this year. They just want to sign solid vets to surround them. Melo, I want you weak. to compete for something lie. more. A lot of people would have laughed. They would have like, ha-ha, the Knicks signed Melo back because they couldn't get anybody. It would have been the same old stuff. I would have been weak if he came back and he made a Melo town again and started throwing up bricks or something. That would have been hilarious to me. And then the Trailblazers this morning got Harry, Harry, Harry Giles for a steal. They got him on a veteran minimum deal. I feel like if Harry, Harry Giles got could stay... A minimum? As a, veteran as a, minimum. Wow. Yup. Yup. Steal of a deal. Because if he stays healthy, he can really help their front court lineup. Because right now it's Nurkic and Cantor. You Both know, aren't really well defensively. I feel like Giles is an upgrade defensively. He's a good playmaker as well. You so. know, it's funny. Prior to his ACL injury, I, I think people forgot that Harry Giles was definitely a, he was the number one. He was one about to be player. a number one pick in that draft if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, I think a lot of people forgot that about him. So let's hope for the best. I only I only hope for the best for all of these players. I don't like seeing no one injured. I like players playing their best basketball. So facts. Let's see what happens with that. Um, for sure. Let's and let's move on to some regular old playoff teams. Teams I don't think maybe they have a chance of contending. Maybe not. Well, when we talk about not, nah, I didn't know you think of my OKC, but if that's who you're addressing right nah. now, okay. Nah. <laughs> First, we're going to start off with the team I think that's made the biggest jump this offseason, which is the Phoenix Suns. They right. traded for Chris Paul. They traded Rubio and Oubre and Ty, Ty Jerome and Jalen LeCue. Rubio's on his way to Minnesota. Ubre's on his way to Golden State. Tyra Jerome is still there. Jalen is on his way to Indiana. I thought so, Jerome was in OKC, but I guess not. Jerome, Jerome is, but Jalen LeCue is, is on his way to Indiana now because they traded him for oh, TJ Oh, they're Leaf. not keeping him? Wow. Oh, wait, TJ yeah, Leaf coming to OKC? Yeah, but TJ Leaf is They whack. love them UConn kids. They, yeah, they, you, for you some see, reason, UCLA. OKC love them UConn. He's, I mean, yes, I'm sorry. UCLA kids, they love them UCLA. And but yeah, TJ uh, Leaf is a whack. He owes his whole NBA career to Lonzo Ball, making him look nice. That man owes Lonzo Ball a cut of his check. Funny enough, he was also an All-American. So Because of Lonzo uh, Ball. He, Lonzo Ball made that, that team look good. He should not have been drafted I mean, at I mean, a high school, I believe. All-American yeah, high school was he was? I believe I so. I, I remember him being pretty high. Maybe I could be bugging. I could be bugging. I, I do recall that. But um, let's see if he gets better. I hope. I like to see players get better. Maybe, maybe not. Only hope for the best, like I said. Um, also with Phoenix, they um, got in the draft Jalen Smith. I thought it was a pick too high to take Jalen Smith. I thought he, I thought he was a solid player in in college at Maryland, um, great um, rim protector, great athlete, could spread the floor. He's a big, he's a big guy, so he'll probably be backing up Aiden maybe at the five, probably playing some minutes at the four. Um, 
They also signed um who else did they sign? They signed Jay Crowder. I feel like that's solid for their depth. They signed was, Damian Jones. I saw the politics behind that too. I remember because remember when um Booker dropped Devin 70. Booker seventy, and then yo Jay Crowder had that so. thing with Phoenix. Phoenix is gonna be they're gonna be a tough team in the West. The fact that they won team. those tough games in a bubble shows that they're improving. So yep. And they they went on a win streak. They nobody nobody beat them. So yeah, eight and zero, eight and zero. So let's see if that Suns, uh, Suns. I don't know. I feel like they could probably be like maybe if everything goes right and Chris Paul is healthy, like they could be like probably a top four seed in the West, possibly. Four One five. thing I can say for sure: if if Chris Paul managed to get that OKC team into the playoffs, he could definitely get Devin Booker and Aiden in, into the playoffs. Yeah, no, like no questions asked. Aiden is a I think a lot of people forgot about Aiden, but he's definitely a problem. He's definitely one of top, he not a like, top center. He averaged like 20 and 10, and he's getting, yeah. he's improving. So it's so like... him and Chris Paul, Aiden's going to have the best... be nasty. Oh my gosh. He's going to have the best year of his career right now with Chris Paul. I could say that from now. Evan Chris- Booker is going to benefit from not having to have to dribble all the time, having the ball in his hand so much. He gets a cool ball now. He gets to save some energy. He doesn't have to be as tired, meaning... We're gonna see a whole different Devin Booker now. We, he has a he has a veteran, if not one of the top point guards ever to play, if not top ten, top five point guards to ever play. Chris Paul and his team now. So, facts. Let's see. Phoenix is gonna be one of my teams that I'm watching on League Pass or, or yeah, whatnot. I'm definitely gonna tune into Phoenix games for sure. For sure. Next for sure. team, we're gonna talk about Golden State. Unfortunately, Clay Thompson. Tore his Achilles. Bro, when that news broke, bro, I was like sad, like legit sad. Because you imagine. you know, you know me. I've been going for Steph and Clay since like for years. Even before they were contending, for real, for real. And to see Clay rehab 17 months off the torn ACL, didn't play basketball for 17 months, and then have have to have it that opportunity robbed of him. It was just like, man, I feel I feel for him because I know he mentally that 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 can be so tough on him. Like he was just getting prepared to come back and play, and then boom, it's taken away from him. And and Clay's one of the toughest players out there, and to see him just go down like that is crazy. Yeah, that, that was sad when that news broke. That was very I know to the Warriors' confidence is like, damn, yeah, damn, not our Clay. Um, I hope for the best recoveries. He's right now. He's giving me John Wall vibes now because now he's gonna be gone for two years. So, yep. Now he's. I mean, the thing is, he will always have his value because once you're a shooter, you don't need to. You don't need your legs as much. Yeah. But he 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 doesn't have to rely on athleticism unlike other players do. So, and he's very skillful. So I feel like Clay would will manage to come back. I hope for the best. I think he will come back. And, and, and I just want to address some of these weirdos out there, especially the ones on Twitter, yo. As soon as the news dropped, as soon as the news dropped, it was like, oh, Steph got to prove himself. It's like, bro, why is that the first thing y'all think about? Y'all think about Steph failing as soon as his teammate gets hurt. Like, that is so weird to me. Like, Steph got nothing to prove to nobody at this point. Three titles, two what MVPs, is what is unanimous, back-to-back, like... They just want to see him. They want to see him struggle like some of their players have, 
and drag teams to the playoffs. Sorry, it ain't, it ain't happening. The Warriors front office, they they know what to do. Um, they they made some moves. They drafted James Wiseman. I didn't necessarily think it was necessary for them to draft a center, but they drafted him. Hopefully, it works out for them. Um, they traded for Ubre, who's gonna fill that that secondary option role, I guess. And let's not forget, Ubre was having a great year before that injury. Not the in Phoenix, best definitely. year, but he's having. He definitely had a way better year than he did in. Oh yeah, his best year for sure. Because the Wizards that was, was his best year. He was averaging like nineteen, shooting like thirty five percent from three, playing excellent defense. So he's gonna fit right in with Golden State. Um, Golden State so also managed. Over there. True. Um, they also managed to get um B- Brad Wanamaker. Um, the former Boston Celtics backup, backup point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he'll back up Steph. Damian Lee, shoot. Damian Lee is there for nepotism, I swear. He's only there because he's Steph's brother-in-law. Yeah, I guarantee so that. His men are tremendously. And then um, they also they signed Kent Bazemore, who, used to, who, who was there as a rookie, and he used to do all yeah. the bench celebrations. And now he's a better player, so and they, yeah, they got him. And Wiseman. Yep. And we have yet to see what else. I mean, free agency, most of the free agents are being signed now. Most of them have been signed. So it's a matter of like who else they acquire. I think they still have some veteran minimums they can give out or like I think they have the disabled players exception they can use because Clay is going to be out the whole year. So they still have some ways to improve their roster. So I think the Warriors will still be a solid playoff team if everyone remains healthy everyone else who's on the team remains healthy. Yeah. I definitely see them back in the playoffs with stuff around. I feel like I don't like to disrespect the Warriors got as a team, but I, I feel like everyone just seems to forget who the Warriors are and they will be back in the playoffs if Steph remains healthy and that team remains healthy. So for everybody who is a Warriors hater, I'm sorry to break it to you. Now, I'm, am I a Warriors fan? No. Actually, to an extent, kind of, but not the biggest Warriors fan. I don't sit here and, you know, scream Warriors all day. But I definitely have been a Steph Curry fan for a long time. So I do like seeing the Warriors play. You you just you just you just appreciate and respecting the greatness, like some people just can't do. And I am I actually do love Stephen Curry as a player. I did watch him before his MVP season. So I do have a great respect for Stephen Curry and the player he is. I feel like he he gets too much disrespect as the point guard he is. So, shout out to them. Um, I do see the Warriors back in playoff contenders. Um, I don't see them being, you know, top five. I can see them being sixth, fifth, maybe. See what yeah, happens. Probably. So, yeah. Let's see what happens with them. Utah. Utah's, Utah. Utah's probably going to be the same as next as last year, probably. Um Shout out to Donovan Mitchell. Got his bag. Five years, $195 million as well. Congrats to that boy. Jordan Clarkson's back with Utah. Four years, $52 million. Um, Derek Favors is back. Surprising. Oh, wait. He left the Pelicans and went back. Yep. He went back to Utah. Three years, $30 million. He obviously missed them. Yep. So... I don't know what else is there to say about Utah. Utah is going to be the same. A lot of teams in the West got better, but they've kind of stayed the same. So I don't expect much out of Utah. Hmm. Um, probably another first round exit, possibly, depending on the matchup. 
And they were supposed to win that. Funny enough, they just could not guard they blew Jamal Murray. Murray. Yep. Couldn't guard Jamal Murray. You know, happens. You can't guard Jamal it Murray. Happens. That's what happens. You know? he, Murray's a monster. Definitely stepped up. Embarrassed it. He embarrassed the Jazz to me. He completely embarrassed them. So let's see what happens next. Oh, some signings I forgot to mention earlier. Um, Dwight to the Sixers. We kind of spoke on it a little bit. Now we said that just earlier. be a backup role. Yeah, but he'll be a backup for um Embiid. Great um, backup. Let's go on to what other team we got here. Um, Dallas. Dallas was in the running for Mark Gasol. They did not get him, so they kind of re-signed Willie Cauley-Stein. Hmm. They did make a trade where they got James Johnson from OKC, another person with assault record. Um, Dallas likes to have those people. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Miami. Miami loves those type of people too. <clears throat> Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. Um, they made a trade. Um, OKC got moved to okay, Ariza got moved to OKC in that trade, and the Pistons got Delon right. Justin Jackson also got moved in the draft. They took oh another free agent signing they had was Trey Burke, three years, um, ten million. In on draft night, they acquired Josh Richardson, as we know. They drafted Josh Green. I like that pick, and they drafted a, another shooter to surround Luca. In Tyrell Terry, who I wanted the Knicks to draft, but they decided not to. So Regular the Mavericks picked him up. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks, did they get better? I could say they they Sort of. They surrounded. I heard one thing. One of their objectives going into the offseason was to surround Luka with some like tougher guys. Because they didn't want to, they didn't want him to get punked like he did against Marcus Morris and them in that first round last year. Well, yeah, or they, this they, year, I mean, they definitely got a little blacker. So, um, <laughs> yeah, they did. They got a they definitely did get a little blacker. <laughs> they got a little blacker, I guess. So, um, I, yeah, they I made sure like, to get. I don't like sure to get Bush. James Johnson. So, oh yeah, they gave him a security guard. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they gave Luca a security guard, and so I, I see Mark Cuban is finally being a little. Open to taking. It's like time to get my black on. Yeah, he said, "You know what? Black lives matter." So I'm gonna give Luca. Some- <laughs> Maybe give Luca a little one two one two and give him some black people to surround him around. Um, Luca is gonna be a monster next season. Definitely gonna have an MVP season. Top. Definitely gonna be MVP conversation. I don't see him getting worse. He, he's he's nasty. Definitely could be. Maybe I'm not gonna lie. Stats wise, he could definitely be the best player in the NBA. I'm sorry if y'all think I'm dragging it, dragging it or not. Y'all see what I see. Y'all saw what I saw. Luca is definitely gonna be an MVP candidate. The Mavericks will be a top five team seed to me. Especially I hope with, not. I I could see it. Luca. I hope nasty. not though. Luca's nasty. Luca's nasty. I hope not. Porzingis is going to be out to start the season, though. So that's that's one key thing. Remember, he had the meniscus surgery over the um, offseason. Oh, yeah. We don't see and how that We'll see him. if he can stay healthy. Luca has his ankle issues he deals with throughout the regular season. I'm just yeah. hoping that they don't do well this year because I know the Knicks have their pick for in the draft next year. I'm so. weak. I'm weak. I'm just, I'm just hoping every other team in the West goes crazy. But for sure, for sure, for sure, 
Luca is gonna be just just don't be surprised, y'all, if y'all see that man get an MVP next season. Cause he's he's just nasty. He's he's literally having a better career than Michael Jordan already, stats wise. So I just want you to take note of Luca greatness. I'm I'm on a Luca train, as you can hear. I'm on a Luca train. He's that man. Luca's <laughs> that man. Respect Luca. That's all I'm gonna say. Respect Luca. Um let's go on to Denver. Hmm. So they they lost Jeremy Grant. Yeah, where did he go? Detroit. Wow. Why? And and here's the thing. So the thing is, Denver offered him the same contract that Detroit gave him: three years, sixty million dollars. The thing is, he wanted a bigger role on offense, I guess. So I guess Detroit was promising him that, and that's why he's going to Detroit. I was going to say a nasty joke, but I ain't going to say it. Um, what was the joke? Nah, forget it. But um, I guess that was a good signing for Detroit. Um, but yeah, um, Denver, that's going to be key for them because he was a versatile defender. He could do some stuff off the dribble, 3 and D. Like, he was actually guarding LeBron pretty well. He was playing great. At one point, he was carrying them in that third quarter. I forgot what game that was. He was yeah, carrying he was them. Well. I thought he would have stayed there, especially, you know, wanting to be a contender. The Detroit Pistons have, I've heard, one of the most toxic offices in the NBA right now. So I think they changed up their front office, though. It's a new guy up there. Okay, good. It's the one that used to work for OKC, actually. Oh, 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 all right. Yeah. And OKC has definitely been one of the better organizations. So I'm so, I am upset they stole whoever they stole from us. I'm not sure. Troy Weaver. I think he was the one that was responsible for the Westbrook pick. Yeah. I mean, congrats to the Pistons for taking a great... Anyone? We're going to talk about the Pistons because I got to clown them later because, oof, what they did this offseason. Anyways, um, Denver, they managed to sign Jermichael Green from the Clippers. Solid. He's a solid, solid. like... Very solid. Solid, solid four guy. Could um, play some small ball, backup five. Can he make it for Jeremy Grant? Maybe. Nah, probably not. Definitely know. not. Is he a better shooter? Maybe slightly, but otherwise, we won't see. Um, they also re-signed Paul Millsap. Um, one year, ten million dollar deal. Calm. Calm, calm, calm. I ain't but, mad at um, that. He had a great, he had a, a great playoff series. So I'm mad at that. And that's about it for Denver. I, I don't, I, I don't know if Denver really improved that much. Though. Denver didn't have to improve. They I feel like they. I feel like keeping. I feel like because they didn't keep Jeremy Grant, that's what kept them from not improving. To be honest, they didn't have to improve because now what they're seeing, now they have Bobo, now they got RJ, now they got. I don't know if RJ. I don't know if RJ Hampton's going to play that much because Mike Malone's kind of tough on the younger guys, giving them a chance to to break out. Really, well, we'll see. Depending on practice. But Murray is on the road to break out and have a top five point guard season, based upon his player, based upon his player performance. Murray, people are actually saying he's better than Westbrook. I can't be mad at them for saying. I can't be mad at them. For, I'm mad at them for saying that. But um, depending on how Murray comes out next season, and how Jokic keeps up to his playing, definitely a playoff team. I, actually, they're a playoff team. I'm sorry, they're a playoff team. For sure. Oh, for sure, yeah. A playoff team. Um, uh, do I see him in the finals? Potentially. 
depending on what happens to the Lakers, because the Lakers is very nasty right now. Um, did they get better? Eh. In my I feel opinion, like if I feel like if they have Jeremy Grant. Yeah. But Jermichael Green is not a bad player. Very athletic too, so maybe he might be able to fill some some shoes. But I feel like Murray is on the roll and and on the way to a breakout season based upon his playoff performance. I think his confidence is finally up there, so we're going to see what happens with that team. But I ain't going to count them out. I feel like a lot of people counting them out, and that's not the thing to do with this team right now. So let's let's see what happens. All right, so this next team, the next team I pick, you're trying to go toxic or you're trying to go like optimistic, like future team on the rise or whatever? You're toxic. Houston. Woo! Houston Woo! has been the topic of conversation in NBA circles. And it's been hilarious on NBA Twitter about the Rockets. Like, woof. Their owner is cheap. Cheap as hell. He's he's he. I've seen I've seen Rockets fans saying they wish they had James Dolan instead of this guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Not Dolan. Hey, l- listen, Dolan is a lot of things, but one thing he ain't he ain't cheap. He'll pay. He'll pay. He paid Phil Jackson sixty million dollars to ruin the team. So. <laughs> That's one thing Phil, uh, James Dolan is not. But Tillman Fertitta, he is cheap as hell. Um, Russell Westbrook wants out. Is he going to get out? Doubt it. <laughs> Nobody wants him. Um, the last I've heard is that they're trying to get him in, the, in a... They're trying to trade him in a John Wall-centered trade. That's, but that the makes talks, me very angry. The talks have stalled. <laughs> Nobody wants John Wall. Knicks fans, as soon as they've heard that that um, Russell Westbrook is even slightly available or like the Knicks would be slightly interested, Knicks fans are automatically turned off by that. Can you blame us? No. Well, um, the fact Bro, we're that not that desperate. We're not that desperate. The fact that the Knicks <laughs> don't want a former MVP just goes to show Westbrook's point. And it's so crazy. His value right now. It's so crazy. So low. Because when you look at the stats, you're like, damn, why wouldn't someone want Wesley Westbrook? And then you look at him after you play, you're like, damn, why would you want Wesley Westbrook? <laughs> for, first of all, that man is taking, he's robbing these teams for money with his play. He's ro- he's robbing them with that with his contract because not only is he not able to shoot, he's like, I'm sorry, I have to say it again. He's working on dunking with his pops. So <laughs> I'm weak. Now that uh, is one of the funniest off season videos I've ever seen. So him and his let, pops throwing lobs. Yeah. I mean, he has a kid. I thought he would play better for his kid. He did it. Um, so, uh, me, I'm, don't get me wrong. I am an OKC fan. I love Westbrook when he was there. But he's just toxic to the, or any organization he goes to at this point. Just, just toxic. Or is it James Harden that's toxic? Because according to a, uh, 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 oh, I can't even speak, an article by The Athletic, Austin Rivers was not happy there. He opted out of his deal. He's a Nick now. He'd rather be on the Knicks than play with James Harden. 
according Damn. to according to him, I believe, or a source that talked to him, James Harden missed a free throw, and because Austin Rivers was standing by the sidelines, I believe, he yelled at Austin Rivers for distracting him. I found that to be hilarious. Like, that man is so toxic, he blamed a whole other person for him missing a free throw. That's actually hilarious. That's hilarious to me. Um, but yeah, PJ Tucker was didn't like his um doesn't like I I think either his contract situation he's unhappy with the team. Eric Gordon's not been happy with the, how he's been utilized in the system well, by the here's team. The, here's the thing, here's the thing, right? The obvious is nobody wants to sit around and watch Harden dribble. Pretty much. Oh, shot clock. That's that's what it sounds like. Is that all the players there say? I want to play basketball. I don't want to watch Harden <laughs> play basketball. That's a fact. And that's what it sounds like. Literally, all of them are saying, yo, bro, I, I ain't going to lie. I, Harden, I respect you. You're nice. I, I don't want to sit here and, and be here for another year of the Harden show. Is it going to be another Harden show? Well, I mean, Mike is gone. So I don't think it was going to be the Harden show again. Hopefully. Maybe. maybe, maybe not. But with Mike gone, I feel like that's one of the main reasons, one of the main reasons Harden wants to leave because, you know, I feel like he loved Mike's system. I get to dribble all day and, you know, Cool, get free throws. No one so, can tell me something. No, no, nobody can tell me nothing. Yeah, so that's I think that's one of the bigger reasons why he wants to leave. Um, now I'm sorry to do this to to address the Bron sexuals. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, LeBron James is definitely, if not the best player of all time, the second best player of all time, right? So the Bron sexuals to make you happy, kind of how I get. But just because, and I have to say this on the podcast. Just because Russell Westbrook and Harden wants to leave does not mean they're running. Does not mean that Brown is chasing people from the West to go to the East, okay? They just want to leave the Rockets, okay? So please stop that narrative, please. Oh, yeah, I hate that narrative. Like, everything, yo, I hate that about LeBron fans. Please, they make every bro. single thing about him. That is so like, annoying, bro, that narrative. <laughs> And then y'all was sitting there and just address his other narrative talking about, oh, KD's recruiting Harden. First of all, Harden went to the front office and said, I want to go to the Nets. Number one. Number two, your Braun fans, I, I have not seen y'all address how good that Lakers team just got. That, that Lakers team is just nasty right now. So if anyone wants to recruit anybody, please shut up. Just shut up and just please shut up and just like it's not even like no one's running from the smoke or nothing. Well, maybe Harden is running from the smoke from just the Western Conference in general. Who knows? But like no one's running from LeBron. Like teams just want to be better. That's it. So that's all teams are doing. Teams are just building to get better. Please stop this. Oh, my gosh. LeBron is so nice. He's making them. uh, Come on, bro. These are grown men. I don't feel like they're running. They just don't like their teams anymore. Stop that narrative. It's not cute. It's not. It's not realistic. Stop it, bro. Just please stop it. So, so Houston, they did do some moves in giving the, away um, Covington, huh? Giving away Covington, basically. Besides that, they got Christian Wood from Detroit. Oh, three, what? Did, they did three years, forty-one million dollars sign and trade. Yeah. Ooh. That's a, that's that's actually a, to me that's a Christian Wood was definitely yeah. one of the upcoming yeah that's 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 big for them that that's and big. they also signed um Sterling Brown that's the and kid from Pistons no that's from the Bucks 
Oh, wait, that Brown kid from the Pistons went to the Nets, right? Bruce Brown, yeah. Yeah, he was actually a good defender, too. Yeah, the, the Nets got some more depth. Damn. Whoa. Yeah, the Nets got some depth. Yeah, first seed day body. I'm sorry. The Nets got some more depth in that team. Because Bruce Brown, I, I watched him play as a Piston. I actually had him on fantasy. That's why I know about him, by the way. And he's actually a good defender. And he was actually, at one point, I think he got, you know, he had one triple-double. But he was having, he was having some good games for the Pistons. So, shout-out to um, the Nets once again. Um, they just got nasty here. I actually got to go use them in 2K now when I when I yo, yo, on 2K, bro, they're nasty. And yo, they, I was using them online. Wait, they got Jeff Green. Wow. Jeff Green inconsistent. Don't I don't count not, Jeff Green as a... As a when Jeff Green is on, he's like, I right. but like Jeff Green be on and off. So it's Wait, like, you ain't damn. getting the best of him. Damn, that squad just got, wow. Damn, they got nasty. They got very nasty. Okay. Um, See how yeah. they put it all together. But um, who are we talking about? Houston? Yeah, back Houston, to Houston. I don't know. Back to Houston. Houston is like, Houston is so toxic at this point. I don't even know if it's really going to work altogether. Because, like, especially with the way the reports came out, it sounds like no one else in that locker room wants to be there. So it's like, what are I they going to do? They need to see how that new coach goes about coaching. Yeah, that I feel like they need to give him a chance. But I heard, um, I was I was watching a clip from All the Smoke with Steven Jackson and um, James, um, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. They were talking about James Harden and Russell Westbrook, why they want to, like, get out. They feel like they weren't included in, like, the hiring process of the new coach. And the new like GM and whatnot, so they feel like they don't know the direction of the team. They don't feel like the team wants to include them on like future moves and whatnot. So like it was just a matter of them not being included. They 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 want out. And I, I heard via, via Shannon Sharp and um is this Skip? I don't I think it's Skip Bayless. I might be wrong. But via Shannon Sharp, they said how yes, they definitely said that Harden was upset about the Mike being fired and. He felt like well, he, he left. Mike left. Oh, he left. Okay, sorry. But it all, you know what it is? It all goes back to the owner. Yeah, and I feel like as hard Harden has all rights to want to leave because let's not forget how y'all gonna build a team around Harden and not ask for his input. True. That makes zero sense. That can never be LeBron. Literally, that can never be LeBron. Ten facts. For Harden being your MVP, literally being a fake, the Rockets were nobody before Harden. They were nobody after Tracy McGrady left. They were nobody. So for y'all to get Harden and treat him like just, you know, just a player and not like, you know, that's that's, that's a mistake on y'all part. I feel like if they don't trade Harden or Westbrook and they lose in the free agency, that that whole team is going to have a nasty downfall incoming. That they're not gonna like it's gonna be nasty. So I don't know what what's the next move. I feel like the next move is to try and force Russell Westbrook out of that place and see so what where. And that's the question. Where the hell do because you Russell Westbrook? A lot of people were like, okay, Russell is probably gonna get traded to Charlotte. But then Charlotte made the move of drafting LaMelo Ball and then getting Gordon Hayward. So it's like you don't even need Russell Westbrook at this point. And the Knicks, they've decided to go all in on the youth movement this year. So it's like, they're not going to trade for Russell Westbrook, especially not mortgage their future. They're trying to acquire assets at this point. They're not going to give away anything. So you're not going to get him there. 
So it leaves the, the John Wall trade and that stopped. So you're going to have to have no choice but to have two unhappy stars coming in on training camp. And I just don't know how it's what it's going to do for the Rockets. That, that chemistry season. is going to be disgusting, number one. That, that locker room is going to be toxic. It's, you know. Russell Westbrook, his ego alone. Now you're going to mix Russell Westbrook's egos with his emotions that he doesn't want to be there. No. Yeah, it's just it's just a recipe for disaster. Not to I'm mention, just... I don't think Westbrook all hard and want to play with each other at that. You're going to force them to play with each other again. No. No. Do I see them in the playoffs? I, I, I can't say nothing until I see Yeah, I can't say anything until I see what happens with I, I the rest of the say, team for formation and whatnot. Like, it's a weird situation over there in Houston. If you're a Houston fan, God bless you. Y'all weird anyways, but Houston, y'all, y'all kind of deserve this anyway. Houston, y'all got a problem and y'all deserve their problem. So, yeah. Continue. All right, let's move on to some up and coming teams. I think are probably they could be some playoff hopefuls this year. We got Atlanta. Woo. Atlanta is. I was on excited to talk about them because their their off season was probably the best. It's one of the best up there. Yeah, it is. Their off season was nasty because not only did they find Trey a backup point guard, they added a, a stretch four to the mix. They added a, they added another draft pick to the mix, Onyeka Congo. They they also come on come on they 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 doing great as a team right now. They have Clint there now with with John still there. They got Galinari possibly starting coming off the bench. That that's I think that. he starts with that contract they gave him three years sixty one million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You're then, not paying for that, all that money for someone to come off the bench. Yeah. Not to mention they kept Kevin Herter. He's still there. They still have. Cam Reddish. Oh, he has to improve. Frank he's, Visions. He did improve towards the end of the season, at least. Mm-hmm. Frank Visions, keep your eye out on Cam Reddish. I think he might have a break. Now, nah, I ain't going to see no breakout season. But he might step up. They still got Hunter, that young rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, Rondo's a poss- big. Yeah, go ahead with Rondo. Rondo is going to be a big plus of Trey's career. Possibly. If he's if he's locked in in the regular season, because he, t- he has a tendency to not be locked in during the regular season. But I, I like the I addition. I definitely can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the addition of Chris Dunn. Oh, damn. Another backup. Wow. But like, so Trey Dunn is would not be like, as tired. Dunn is more like a, like a wing. A wing. Mm-hmm. He could be like more of a wing because he's like six five, six five, six four ish. I didn't even know he was that tall as a guard. Damn. Yeah. And he's a solid defender as well. Mm-hmm. So definitely a solid defender for sure. He's gonna help Trey in that backcourt a lot. Hold on, wasn't up. he like the third pick in a draft? He was like the fifth pick, I think, a couple of years ago. So yeah, like three he, or four ha- years he has ago. to stop. He has to prove himself because that's that's a bit too high for what he been. The, bull, the Bulls basically just let him walk. Damn. I hope he lives up to his expectations, but he was definitely high in that draft. I remember him being pretty high in that draft, so he definitely has to live up to something. He has something to prove, so and he better step it up. Bogdanovich, possibly. He signed the Ooh. offer sheet with the Hawks, Ooh. and Sacramento has 48 hours to match, so... Time is ticking to see if Sacramento matches. And if not, Atlanta is going to be an offensive fire. Woo! It's going to be ridiculous in Atlanta. 
watching these Hawks games. They they got oh wow. for sure. I definitely could see the Hawks pushing in at a with that team at a fifth, sixth, even probably if lucky a fourth seed. Because that team, based off how Trey Young was playing, and now that he has that like the amount of help they got him within one year is crazy. That 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 team could be very dangerous, depending if Trey Young could be that that point guard that they need him to be. Let's say and his numbers will decrease. I don't think he will average twenty nine and ten again. But we oh, don't for sure not. We don't know. We don't see. Probably, but yeah. Um, with the Hawks, I feel like the pressure was gaining on them because they saw Luca in the playoffs, and they made the trade Luca for Trey. So they want now they the ownership. It probably feels like okay, we need to showcase how Trey looks in the playoffs. So this pick, this trade doesn't look as bad as it as everyone keeps saying that it was, because everybody was praising how Luca was performing in the playoffs, and they were like, "Yo, like Luca's the future of the league and whatnot." And meanwhile, Trey's at home, and that's the guy that they traded for Trey. So they now have to show what they have in Trey, and now they've surrounded him with enough pieces to get a decent playoff seed. They could probably be like six, seven, eight seed possibly, I think. So hmm. yeah, I got to see what's up with that. Yeah. The pressure's on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I, I'm going to turn into some Hawks games. I hope for the best. I think they might be a playoff team. I think it depends on their coach as well. I believe their coach is decent though. You just had a- Lloyd Pierce. He's from the Warriors, right? Um no, actually he was on the six. He was a Sixers assistant, I think. Oh, so I don't know. We got to see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, we got to see what happens. Next, next team we got is Memphis. Memphis. Memphis didn't do much in free agency. Mm. They they brought back a lot. They brought back some of their guys like Jonte Porter, Michael Porter Jr.'s brother. They um brought back D'Anthony Melton, solid um defender. backup combo guard, defender as well. Um who else did they sign? Um they made a tr- they made some trades to acquire some picks in the draft. They drafted pretty well this year. Mm-hmm. They drafted Desmond Bain, solid shooter. They got him with the 30th pick. I forgot who else they drafted, though. Let me take a look here real quick. Grizzlies. Oh, yes. The Warriors also got that Nico kid who's pretty who's pretty good. I forgot to mention him. He's pretty good. Yeah, he probably won't play much for them, though. Mm, hopefully he does. He's pretty good. They might put him in the G League for a year. Um, So they got Desmond Bain, solid shooting guard. I wanted the Knicks to get him. They got Xavier Tillman. He's a really good big man. But he went, like, pretty low in the draft because, like, he's older. And you know how the NBA teams are. They had just have, they just have some odd reason they don't pick older guys, even though they end up coming in the league and playing well. And everybody's like, how did they slip so far? It's like, because you just didn't pick them. Like, because you have age bias. Yeah, and, then they, they pick, and then they picked up Killian Tilly on a two-way deal. Um... I really like Killian Tilly as well. He just had injury problems at Gonzaga, and that's what made him slip in the draft so far. Mm. He's a solid power forward who can shoot and space the floor. I would like to see him get some real minutes in, in Memphis, but I don't know if they will give it to him. They'll probably keep him in the G League for most of the year. But 
who knows what the way this season is with COVID and teams traveling, who knows, maybe someone gets sick and then boom, you have to bring some guy in. He can play. I I don't know. Maybe Memphis fights for that eighth seed again this year. I don't see them being in the upper echelon yet with the other teams. Mm -mm. They still got a ways to go. Probably, but they do have a solid foundation of, of what to build upon. So. Mm. Now we're going to get in the disgusting zone. Teams at the bottom. Um, let's make fun of Detroit for a little bit. So, as you probably remember from last offseason, everyone clowned the Knicks for signing Marcus Morris, Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, and claiming that we had like seven power forwards when that wasn't the case. So, Detroit decided to build upon our model and... They um, drafted a center at 16th in the draft, Isaiah Stewart. Then they traded for another center who they traded away for a young player who they cut, which I don't understand. But then they signed Mason Plumlee to a three-year, $25 million deal. That's not too bad. Bro, that's Mason Plumlee. And you already have like two or three centers on your roster at that point. True. Then they signed Jerry Okafor. All right. So after they signed Jaleel Okafor, that brought their number to five centers on their roster. So how are you feeling about the five centers? That's a drag. <laughs> In today's NBA, there's no reasons to have five centers. Well, they ended up trading one, so that was a good thing. But then they traded for a young player, which everyone thought they were going to give a chance to, and then they just cut him. Yeah, uh, there's a, there's a reason some teams stay in the bottom. <laughs> that, that's 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 one thing I have to say. There's a reason these teams do not get better, and most of the time it's because of stuff like that. Like, what is your purpose? Like, give me a good reason you need to have five centers on your team or four and then they signed josh jackson i guess they're gonna give him a look so there's that hmm i don't know what to say about five centers is really unheard of bro Uh, all of them on the lineup and some of them going to the g league like what's up yeah i don't know what's going on in detroit Detroit, like I thought, I thought they were gonna move Andre. They did. Oh, they did. Oh, oh, I'm, I, I'm bugging. I am bugging. He's definitely. Yeah, he's on the Cavs still. He's on the Cavs. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. I'm bugging. They moved Woods. I thought that it went hard to resign Woods. I guess Woods didn't want no parts of that toxic organization. D Rose is still there. And Blake. Blake, yeah, Glass, Glass, Griffin. <laughs> Glass Griffin at the, at this point because he, he he cannot stay healthy. They got that that new point guard kid. I mean, Killian is yeah. He seems pretty good. Um, yeah, he is. I wanted my Knicks to get him. Just went right before us. Wow, he seems pretty good. Um, I I don't know what he's gonna do with that toxic organization, but um, I mean, Kanar is gone. Uh, do I see them making playoffs? No. 
Oh, of course not. Facts. No. I, I, I don't see them making playoffs next year. I don't, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> I, I, I just, that, that, I don't see the direction that organization is going to. I don't see any positivity. I came and say, oh, I can't wait for this. I can't wait for him to get this play or no. no. <laughs> All right. So, Kev, let's move on to your Wizards. Okay. <laughs> What's going on in Washington, man? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I am happy we did not trade Bradley Bill for any bumps at all. Um, thank God. Uh, I'm hearing John Wall wants out, which is so damn rude. Because not only did you come and steal some money, John Wall, and you don't, don't, so don't, don't mad me, money. Don't get me wrong, John Wall. You know I love you. You know I always defend you. I always stick up for you. As you can see in the past fifty-five podcasts or how much podcasts we have, I've always defended you. But I am kind of upset that he wants to leave, and I'm hearing he wants to leave based upon the fact that they want to build a behind the bill. Well, my 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 man, you you didn't play for two years. Yeah, I don't think I don't know how you expect them to want to you know make keep you the star when you didn't play, and then they see you throwing up blood and sipping honey and you know. <laughs> yeah, now, they, they said that, they said that was the main reason why they that they, they was looking to trade him, which I was like, yeah, that's wild because like he used to throw up gang signs on the court, so it's yeah. like were they not paying attention this whole time? Yeah, but whoa, you, I mean, you want out? I mean, technically. You're lucky you're still there at this point. Like, honestly, you got injured in your house, quote unquote. Um, and <laughs> you know, I defend you, but the fact that you want to leave the, the Wizards kind of def- like offended me to, you know, because they've been holding you down and you've been embarrassing them. And it's like, you're ungrateful for, I ain't going to say you're ungrateful when to leave. Like, at the same time, they have not really got super better. But the same, like, I feel like the roster this year was decent and with you would have been, you know, but yeah, to, I feel like to, when you, when you figure out, when you find out that you want that your organization wants to trade you for Russell Westbrook, yeah, nothing more to say. <laughs> oh man. Um, honestly speaking, <laughs> I'm sorry. Honestly speaking, war, I, I love you. I I want to see you go to if you do leave, I want you to go to a contender, preferably the Clippers because they need a point guard. Um, but I don't think they can afford your contract over there. Uh, I don't know what's gonna go on with John Wall in his career. I see the people calling him fat now. <laughs> I, I I don't press you like that. Uh, I definitely don't think you're fat. I saw you play some games against I forgot who it was and you look pretty Harden. good. Yeah, he looked pretty good. So I don't know. Uh I hope he doesn't get traded. I hope he comes back with Beal and accept that second option role because it's about that time that you realize is that you realize what I saw in Bradley Bill, the greatness. Because I have been a Bradley Bill fan. That was actually fan. one of the main reasons why he want, he was like upset with the team too, because he found out the team is building around Beal instead of him. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, 
you're you're Duffy, and don't get me wrong, you're Duffy's still one of the top point guards in my eyes. Especially when we talk about actual point guards who don't make their team worse, aka Mr. Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah, you're definitely one of the better point guards in the league. Definitely, you know. I don't know. He's got to earn those stripes back because yeah, you have a lot. Been... Like, yeah, Wall has so much to prove. If anybody has a lot to prove, it's in John the NBA Wall. right now. It's between John Wall and Kevin Durant. So both of my favorite players right now. So Wall, I hope you do manage to stay and play behind Beal and accept that role because he averaged thirty and he was having. To the point where he had 50, 40, I think 50 again. Respect that Beal is that man of that team. Respect that, you know, you have you still have to prove yourself as, you know, even a second option at this point. And the fact that you want to leave after not proving nothing just kind of turned me off as a John Wall fan because you literally have done nothing. You've, you've just taken money. And take up cast space and take a roster spot and, you know, embarrass them. And went drinking and smoking with SP and B and them in Brooklyn. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm also not happy that's your group of friends. But, you know, um, <laughs> like, and then, you know, you're an NBA player. You know what you're expected to do. You apologize of... <laughs> Yeah, all John, all John, all John Wall is good for is a is a calm Dougie and cat. I, I, I'm and... not gonna support you on that part, <laughs> but right now you, you're making John Morant my second favorite point guard in the league right now. You, you're making my first right now at this point because yeah. I I love John Morant as a player. I see I see why the Memphis got rid of Conley for him, but right John Wall, you're not making me happy at all. Um, you're not you're not. Stephen Curry is also one of my favorite, you know, but I just can't put him. As my favorite point guard, I feel like that would be wrong. So right, right now, John Morant is looking like my favorite point guard in the league until John Wall decides to be that player again. And, you know, but I just, he he turned me off a lot with that with that thing that's going on. So I'm going to stop talking about you. I just hope the Wizards do something this season. Do I see us in the playoffs? I actually thought, our, not. I actually thought our team wasn't that bad. To be honest, I didn't think our team was that horrible watching them play. I just felt like they were missing John Wall. So I don't know well, what's gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, they resigned. Think... They resigned Bertans for Good. five years, eighty million. Oh, he 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 earned that. Um, he earned that. That's coming. That's a lot. That's a lot. Bertans was having a good season. Don't forget, at one point he was de- definitely carrying them. At one point, so carrying. Not carrying. We gotta, we, we gotta Not carry. Carrying. We gotta be careful with the, how we use that word carrying. All now. right, he don't say carrying, but he was definitely having a great. He was a great second option at one point for the Wizards. So let's see what happens. I think Wall needs to return and wake up and realize he has to prove why he earns that money. And you know, don't be jealous of Bill. Bill deserves everything that happened to him. You need to play behind Bill and. Be the CJ McCollum to his Damian Lillard right now. That's all I can say. They also signed Robin Lopez to a oh, deal. Not, not bad, not bad, not bad. Veteran player. I don't think my Wizards would they have a better record than last year. I think so. But otherwise, Scott Brooks and whatever. Yeah, let's let's, let's see, let's see. All right, let's talk about 
Charlotte. They had a pretty okay offseason, I guess. They drafted LaMelo Ball. I mean, I, I guess pick. it's their best offseason in the past decade. <laughs> Probably. Um, and then Michael Jordan, drunk off five bottles of whiskey in the middle of a gambling match, decided to give Gordon Hayward a call at 2 a.m. and was like, I got $120 million. You want it? And Gordon was Hayward was like, I guess since Indiana and Boston don't want to do and anything. And he just had his son. And he just had his son at that. So I'm, I'm guessing he's like, oh, yeah, my son got to eat too. So I, I don't know. I mean, Hayward. The, be- <laughs> the best part of all this was in his wife's like exit letter to the fans or whatever. Well, she even mentioned the fans, I don't think. But the first people she thanked leaving Boston was the police. And that told me all I needed to know about the family. And I was like, okay. Police. Yeah. She was like, thank you for the, thank you to the police department for visiting me every day. Wow. Um, Hayward, I think you need to check out what's going on with the police department and your wife. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the that's all that was going on at the uh, at the daily check-ins. I, I don't. I, I, the police. Um, Hayward, yeah, and whatever's going on between like, the police and your wife, please get that sorted out and make sure it's clean. I, 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 the police have nothing to do with the Celtics, so that's why I'm kind of confused. <laughs> are, are we like trying to defund them? Why you think you know? Okay. Yo, I was weak. Someone on Twitter was like, she took F the police way too seriously. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's that okay. Uh okay, yeah. Hey, we're good luck with Hornets Yo. and your wife. I, I hope all is well. <laughs> I hope. And um yeah, that that was weird. But like I, I think it was an overpay. Definitely overpay thirty million a year for Gordon Hayward. I mean, after what we saw in Boston, I mean, it wasn't thirty million dollars worthy. Um, I think it was a necessary overpay in a way because you, Charlotte is not going to get any type of other free agent any yeah. way, no how. So this was their only way of getting someone who's going to like help their team, and I think it's just. It's, it's going to do good for the development of LaMelo Ball because he's going to have someone that can create also for for the team, not just him. Like, he can play, LaMelo can play a little bit of off ball. I don't know if that's really a strength of his. But, I don't think um, so because he's not much of a shooter, but we're going to see. Um, yeah, okay. we'll see. But it, it, it provides a stable team around LaMelo for him to develop. With. I'm not going to lie though. The Hornets is still so bad. I still don't want, I don't even want to watch ball with them low key. Like I'm kind of upset they got him. I want a ball to go to the Bulls to play with Levine. Mm, but okay. I want him to make that back court with Levine. But you know, I guess I'm going to tune in uh, uh, to a few games just to see how he transitions to the NBA because, you know, he's definitely one of the more, he's like the Zion of his class right now when it comes to clout and expectations. Not expectations, but just in general, like, we, I think we all watch Bull grow up the last few years. So everyone wants to everyone wants to see what, what he's capable of and see if he's better than Lonzo. So 
I definitely can't wait to see the opponents versus Pelicans. I feel like Lonzo's going to end up having a triple-double somehow. And um, not somehow. He does that. So, maybe. And, yeah, um, I, I, I don't know what Jordan is doing with that team. I think it's time for him to step down. You might That's be the ever, GOAT. But That's an evergreen statement. Yeah, Jordan, I think it's time for you to step down and go play baseball or something or make better Jordans. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need some better designs. You're not doing it, bro. Yeah, you're not doing it no more. So, yeah. Um, otherwise, the Hornets, I, I don't see them making the playoffs anytime soon. They might fight for like the 10th spot or something, maybe that. Where, and that's enough yeah, to get yeah, into the play with game. the Knicks to be like the worst team in the league for now. Chill. But. I mean, even the Knicks looking better than y'all right now. So that that goes really? to say. Nah, I, I think like, the Hornets. I think the Hornets look better than us. They got Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, PJ Washington, Bridges, Monk, like uh, Gordon Hayward. Okay, the maybe ball. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm I've, sorry for disrespecting y'all like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, the Knicks. The Knicks are gonna be horrible this year. I I have the Knicks peg pegged at like 12 wins for the season. Yeah, when the Knicks got rid of Peyton, I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah, that was... And they signed him back. Oh, they did? Okay, good. Because... Yeah, we're going to was... go... Okay. We're going to go over the Knicks. Actually, let, yeah, let's go to the Knicks right now, actually. So, the Knicks, for the first time ever, I feel like this team has a competent front office. We did not make any stupid overpays. We didn't give anyone no long-term deals or create on crazy amounts. But y'all did get another power forward. We only That's only our second power forward. Julius Randle and Obi Toppin are the only power forwards on the team. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got rid of Taj Gibson. Yeah, it was time for him to go. Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, all of them, they all got waived. So it's just Julius Randle and Obi Toppin. So all the power forward jokes everybody was making, they don't make sense this year. Yeah, jokes on y'all. But yeah, um, drafted Obi Toppin. Solid pickup. Um, solid player. College, um, college player of the year. Um, had a crazy historic college season. So it was kind of like, it's kind of an obvious pick. And it was, I felt like it was an okay pick. It, it wasn't my first choice of player, but I'm happy with the results regardless. Um, but yeah, they picked up Alec Burks. Um, one year, $6 million deal. Nerlens Noel, one year, $5 million. Oh, wait, y'all got Alec, the Knicks? Yeah. Yeah, Alec Burks and Nerland, and 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 yeah, Nerland's Noel. They also picked. Up, they also repick back up Alfred Payton. Hmm. Not a fan of. I, um, I like Alfred. I don't. He can't shoot. He doesn't fit next to RJ. It makes no sense. RJ and all can't he does shoot is, himself. Exactly. That's why you need someone who can shoot next to him. <laughs> okay, makes but sense. I don't like Alfred Payton because he plays catch with Julius Randle. Him and Julius Randle just pass the ball to each other. No one else. So, and today we picked up, we signed Austin Rivers. Um, three years, $10 million deal. Um, last two years are not guaranteed. I love that a lot. And the Knicks did something smart with trading. They picked up a, a second round pick with Ed Davis to take on his salary. And then today they flipped Ed Davis to the Timberwolves for two young players, Amari Spellman and... Um, Jacob Evans and another second round pick. So let's see what let's see what the Knicks got in. Let's see what they got. 
I just hope they can trade Julius Randle and my dream offseason will be complete for the Knicks, honestly. I just want them to let all the young guys just go out there and ball. Let's see what we got with the young pieces. Let's see what sticks, what doesn't, and then we can make some evaluations heading into next season because next season's 2021 draft class and free agency class are super strong. So right now, Knicks are... Trending, trending towards the upwards position right now. No more incompetence. No more stupid moves. So happy about that. So for the best for the Knicks. Last couple teams we're going to run through. Kings, De'Aaron Fox. Re, um, re-ups for, gets that big extension as well. Five years. Goes up to $195 million with some incentives attached to it. I think that's basically the only move that they made, though, to be honest. Sacramento's going to be another team towards the bottom. Other teams like Cleveland didn't really make any moves. Orlando didn't really make any moves. Like, yeah. Yeah, basically. I'm surprised those teams are not making... Then again, nobody wants to go there, so it's like... Huh. Um... So yeah, we could probably wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, yep. That's basically all the moves. We've actually covered every single move this postseason in under two hours, I think. So thank you if you've been listening this long. It's been a long podcast. Hope you enjoyed our jokes and Hope you didn't take anything too serious about your favorite team, whatever team you're listening for. Nah, we still don't like Kyle Lowry, but um, yeah. <laughs> Go Canada. Well, they in Tampa now, so. Mm. Uh, make sure you check out any links that we have in the show notes. I think we'll have some. So make sure you check those out. Make sure you follow us on social media. And that's it. <laughs>